Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Music says, grab a seat, strap in. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. We got a fast moving, always entertaining Indiana Outdoor Show today. It's riddled. It's I'm gonna go with a, a romance theme. Yeah, that's what we're doing. It's kind of a romantic time of the year. You know, just kind of picture that that young love, that first love. That's what this feeling is like, right? It's the Indiana Outdoor Show. And the November, we were right upon the gun season. A lot of folks, a lot of traditions. Already been out in the woods and seen a lot of great picks. So this uh, will be the weekend leading up to next weekend. And a lot of folks, oh gosh, probably a quarter million or so of these deer hunting licenses getting put to good use in the next uh, month or so. Today, speaking of uh, deer hunting, Joe Thomas, one of my favorites, one of the hardest working guys in TV, is he's the host of probably a half a dozen different shows, but just real super nice guy and a friend of our program. He's going to be with us here shortly about what all he has been up to, and that could take a while. Brent Wheat, editor of Guns Magazine, fellow Hoosier outdoor writer, uh, Gosh, we got he's got the shot show getting ready. Who knows what we'll get into with him? But Brent, always good for some stories. And then Dan Borat is the executive director of the Indiana Wildlife Federation, and uh, he's on assignment somewhere. But he's going to be with us this morning. I think he's down doing something for the Ohio River. Nonetheless, I don't want to keep Joe Thomas holding because he's always gets as much time as we can give him. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives dot org. Back right after this. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Oh, I love that sound. I love that music. Puts me in a happy mood. It's kind of like this time of the year. It's 11-11. Okay, it's the middle of early November here. It's a beautiful time of the year. The weather's changing. How can you be in a bad mood? I mean, it's kind of like having that, that new love, right? You know, it's just one of those things where everything is right with the world. Speaking of everything that's right with the world, our good friend Joe Thomas, one of the hardest working guys in the outdoors, he is the proprietor of, my gosh, I don't even know how many television shows, but not only that, he's just a darn good guy. Joe Thomas, it's been a minute since we've been able to catch up. How have you been? You've got to be busy this time of the year. 
I am, man. Fall, you know, it's 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 deer hunting time for us. So Ohio's in in the ruts, like you said. It's it's a, it's a pretty good time to be happy because you the ruts in full swing. You know, we had a little cold front come through and. Um, and, and then we're still trying to knock a few fishing shows out because right now Lake Erie and Lake St. Clair are fishing really good. So it's pretty much something every day. I know. There's always something with you, and that's what I love about you. But uh, I could do a very butchered job of trying to tell people all of the things that you're involved in. But I know right now you talk about fishing. Steel's Reel in the Outdoors currently airing on the Outdoor Channel and your social medias looks like you have had uh, uh, some great stories. I saw a great big picture of you and a bass down in Mexico. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, and matter of fact, um, I think that just aired last week, um, uh, the episode from Lake El Salto on Steel's Reel in the Outdoors. We had another really good, really good trip down there. Every year we uh, go down there to Angler's Inn, and it's just, it's one of the most consistent places in the world to go and catch big fish, and, and, and how can you not do a television show down there with, with the fish the size of the fish everybody likes big big deer and big bass and so we you know we definitely give them that down there i have never been uh, i've never been to mexico but i have heard so many people over the years of doing the show and friends who have gone down there what is it why is mexico this big haven for these big bass and i've heard all kinds of different types of bass down there that we don't necessarily have up here but they grow them big yeah i mean well Basically, you know, Lake El Salto is probably the biggest success story down there. Um, and, you know, Billy Chapman uh, Sr., um, uh, years and years ago, Billy uh, stocked the Florida strain largemouth bass in that new uh, lake, well, Lake El Salto. And it's an irrigation lake for all the, um, you know, the croplands around there and, and for a couple of the, the small villages and stuff. And so he, he saw the potential there, and so he, he stocked them. And, boy, you've got the tilapia that they, you know, they harvest for, um, you know, commercially, and there's just millions of those. And then you put the water fluctuation up and down every year and with new cover, you know, and, and that type of thing. And then you got Florida strain largemouth bass that can grow 24, uh, you know, or uh, 365 days a year versus up here where they they can't, you know. So it's just it's just really, really good, and it's a lot of double-digit bass. Joe Thomas is our guest, and so much that we could talk to. It's a happy time of the year for you. It's a busy time of the year. Uh, I love to find out where you've been traveling, hearing your stories, uh, but you've got your own hunting to do. And this this uh, since October 1st, our season came in archery. It's been a weird season. It's been mild, very little uh, precipitation. It's been hot. This week got really hot, and then it switched back to cold. So it's we've had a nice fall, but that really kind of plays havoc when you're trying to chase down a monster buck like I know you do. Yeah, and I, it's really interesting because, you know, you can even – you can just watch, you know, I, I watch literally my phone – guys sending me pictures right there around Halloween we had that first major cold front in in the fall of our of our archery season in Ohio and well in the Midwest and my phone blows up with dudes sending me pictures of of great great bucks and then it got hot um, last week and you know nobody's killing anything nobody's seeing anything and I'm expecting you know hopefully this this week should be the week 
I mean, it really, really should. And I know uh, Indiana, you, you know, if you're a bow hunter, you're hurrying right now because I think about another week <laughs> the gun season comes in. So, you know, things change there too. But, but this, this week, you know, should be this coming week, you know, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, I'm thinking is going to be the deal. Well, I know you've got a particular uh, love interest over there uh, that you've been trying to track down and can't close the deal. Hopefully there's yeah. some time left for you. Yeah, we, we named him Blade. He's got a bladed uh, brow tine, and um, I think I did uh, I, I, I did post a little video clip of that sucker. You know, it just he teased me, so I figured I tease everybody else with a little bit. But um, yeah, we had a real close encounter with him. We grunted at him, and he he turned and came back a little ways, and then just kind of you know he stayed out of range. And so that's the one I've really been focusing on. I mean, like 100% focused on that deer. And a lot of times that can that can burn you, especially in the TV business where, you know, you you know, you you got to got to put them on the ground and and get video as much as you can. But uh, I'm going to really seriously concentrate on that deer because uh, he is local local to me. I'm going to concentrate on on him and um, you know as long as he's coming up showing on camera every now and then, he's going to be my the one I'm after. He's going to be your muse, isn't he? Yeah, that's exactly right. I never well, thought of it that way, but yes. Joe Thomas, our guest, one of my favorite people, one of the hardest working guys, one of the nicest guys in the outdoor business, neighbor of Indiana over in Ohio. And, you know, it's not too early here because my mind's already kind of shifting over into February, where once again, we'll be out at the Boat Sport and Travel Show, the Deer Turkey Waterfowl Expo, doing broadcast work for the Renfro family, which is always great. And I was talking to Kevin earlier and just kind of getting in his head and doing a little pre-planning on what the focus was going to be and it sounds like as always they're reimagining how the programming is going to be and focusing on the first weekend at least a bunch of big big names uh in the fishing industry to be determined but it's that time of the year that's really difficult for the professional bass fishermen why is that well, it's it's the numbers of tournaments, you know, and, and you know, you got your two, you know, primo circuits uh, that we always draw, you know, draw our speakers from because um, they're the high high profile guys that everybody wants to, the, the, you know, they're watching them on TV and they're reading about them. And uh, that's the Bassmaster Elites and, and the FLW, or excuse me, the Major League Fishing Tour, uh, their top uh, tour is called the, the Bass Pro Tour. So, um we, that's, we try to draw from from those guys. Well, this time that time of the year in February, I mean, they're fishing almost every week. So trying to get guys uh, to, to fit that into their schedule, you know, it, it can be very difficult. And I remember the days when I used to leave my rig parked at various airports around the country, my boat and my truck, and jump on an airplane, you know, and, and fly to speak Friday, Saturday. And then fly back on home back on Sunday or Saturday night, so I could start practice on Sunday morning on at, at the whatever lake it was. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm trying to help uh, book some of these guys in, and and uh, there's just there's tournaments almost every weekend. But I know that uh, just one of the names I like to tease a little bit with it. Uh, but uh, you know, everybody loves Scott Martin. I mean, Scott's got a great TV show. Scott's one of the top bass fisherman in the country he's Roland Martin's son he's going to be there so I think he's going to be a big hit you know he, he came he, he came a couple years ago when we did some when we first started doing the broadcasting and 
he yep. brought quite a crowd with him. He loves his social media, and he was great to talk to, and we did have a nice chit-chat, and I'll look forward to doing that again, hopefully here. That's coming up in February, I think the second week of February. And of course, we got the Deer Turkey, or of course, the uh, Boat Sport and Travel Show that's going to be in Cincinnati right in your backyard so a lot of good yep. stuff coming up and I, you brought up um steel's reel in the outdoors currently airing on the outdoor channel but i know because we're talking fishing here just for a few more minutes um you've got wildly successful uh programming um what are when can folks look forward to the new seasons of some of your competing uh, competitive tournaments well um um uh, ultimate match fishing yeah. obviously is you know we just finished up airing uh, ultimate match fishing i think uh that uh, our rerun cycle just uh, wrapped up on outdoor channel here a few weeks ago but now you'll be able to catch it still um uh, another cycle of uh, ultimate match fishing uh starting in january 1st on, on world fishing network uh, it's one of the sister networks of outdoor channel so you'll be able to catch that and uh looks like we're going to be headed to kentucky lake uh, in um, middle of March to, to film for 2024 season. And we're pretty excited about that. that uh, we're going to go out of Paris Landing down there. And uh, usually in March, I mean, it's really good fishing. So um, we're pretty excited about it. Got another good crop of anglers, including my returning champion, Randall Tharp, uh, who is just a super cool guy. And um, I'm just, you know, we're, we're already planning on, on, you know, hopefully having a really good season for next year. You also had some success earlier this year. I saw you bring back a great big moose up in uh, Alaska and Manitoba. How was that hunt? I did. I did. Yeah, we were actually up there. Um, we hunted with a, uh, an outfitter. Uh, they, it's called uh, Hunting North, and uh, they're up almost almost to noon of it, which is like just in the fringe of the Arctic Circle. And uh, I I went. I was able to go with about three of my buddies. So there was four of us total now we all went to our own lake with our own guide and did our own thing of course i had my cameraman with me and uh we went three for four on really good moose with a bow which is pretty awesome that that's and, almost uh, insane go buy a lottery ticket yeah yeah and 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 uh you're gonna have you'll have to wait till next season of american archer to see it but the video is sick i mean it's really really good i end up shooting this bull up close and personal and uh, inside 15 yards and the video is really good so i'm excited for that show next year and it, we've got a lot of good ones a lot of really good ones you know mule deer and antelope and you know i was going to say I, I recall yeah. that uh you uh speaking of the american archer you took uh, a very nice antelope that i was very impressed with i was out in idaho driving around enjoying god's majesty for sure and there were antelope everywhere it was great to see yeah, yeah. That you know, it's funny. Uh, you know, there was a was a really big winter kill. You know, one of the, the best antelope states in the country is Wyoming, and in one section, and they had a really big winter kill. And but you would have never known it in the in the area around. I was around Buffalo, Wyoming, and the antelope population was still good. It, they they didn't suffer the winter kill. And, and uh, three days there, I I ended up getting uh, on video. I got a really a really great mule deer and an antelope so um, very rare i get three uh, two shows done in three days but that happened 
I'll t- I'd rather be lucky than good any day. Joe Thomas, our guest, you've already heard us reference several of the programs that he hosts or is a part of. But let's go back to the nit- nitty gritty here just for the final seconds we've got. Okay. Um, you talk about this week being so good because you've got the run up to the gun season and then everything changes when a quarter of a million people in Indiana run out to the woods. But we've had this weather change. You've been in the woods a lot. What are some of the final tips that you might give people who are, A, chasing uh, that final opportunity with a bow before gun season begins, and then as we head into uh, what would traditionally be called the heavier rut period of time, hopefully we hit it right, but then you got gun season. What do people, what do you should, what should you be focused on right now? Well, the biggest thing is, is, uh, and I, again, I truly believe that, you know, today's the, what, the 11th, is that right? Um, so, um, or yep. the 12th, I yep. don't know. I, I, I don't either, it's track. okay. But, but, been sitting a tree too long you know but but you've got dark of the moon you've got the peak of the rut in my opinion this week and and good cold you know cold weather conditions in indiana and ohio which is what we're talking about man as hard as it is and it's trust me it's hard for me too my cameraman and i were just talking about it if you can sit all day I mean, literally sit all day because you know, so many big bucks are get killed this week will get killed this week during midday hours like you know, ten, uh, you know, believe it or not, you know, ten to two, uh, you know, a lot of deer will get killed, and then we all are just conditioned, or you know, to cut a couple hours in the morning, a couple hours in the evening. But you know, those big ones they cruise during the middle of the day. If you can make yourself take a sandwich, take a coke with you, and just try to make yourself sit there all day. And if you have to come out, come out for a very brief period of time. But you know, you're not going to kill one sitting in a truck. So I, that would be my number one tip to you. Boy, I tell you what, that's uh, this week. very simple but sage advice. Joe Thomas, one of our favorites. I look forward to in person when uh, we turn the year and get ready for boat, sport, and travel. you got a lot of travels of your own. Great shows coming up. Continued success with all of your series. And as always, a friend of Indian Outdoors. We thank you for being here. And uh, good luck. And bring in some of those big bass guys for the uh, boat, sport, and travel show and help a Renfro out, huh? Oh, yeah. We're going to have a good time with the whole thing, and uh, it was it was uh, good talking to you. I appreciate it. See you, brother. Good luck on finishing the season. Go get that guy. All right. Thank you. See you, brother. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to savelives.org. I, your host, very excited. As I said, it's kind of like having a new love in your life. Everything is just right with the world this time of the year. <sighs> My heart goes pitter-patter. Okay, back to the show. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. So much coming up. You're not going to go anywhere. We're going to be back right after this. So good to be with you. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show, and I am your host, Brian Pointer. It is my thrill and privilege. Thank you to all the stations around Indiana that carry this, if you have the opportunity, and if you like it. And after 25 years, I would hope that you would like it. Make sure you tell the, the folks at Air It and uh, give us our comments back if there's anything that you like or see or want us to do. This massive Indiana Outdoor staff will get right on that and filter through it. Nonetheless, it is... Uh, just so good to have Joe Thomas in this time of the year and one of the hardest working guys in TV. Speaking of hard working guys, the editor of Guns Magazine, fellow Hoosier, outdoor writer, great friend of Indiana Outdoors, and he is the editor of Guns Magazine. 
as the person sitting in the pulpit high atop this enterprise called Guns Magazine. Give us some good news. What have you been working on? <laughs> well, I've been working on a lot, but you make it sound really important. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been no, doing this I... a long time. I know how to suck up. Yeah, I guess so. But no, it, it, things are going good. It's a busy time in the shooting industry. And of course, we're getting magazines out, podcasts and videos. And I, I was just sitting here thinking, Brian, back when we were young guys and, and we were in our fighting trim and we had air, huh. wasn't it cool they were talking about someday we're not just going to write. We're going to do video and audio and all this kind of stuff. And now that it's here, it is it is wonderful. I enjoy doing this kind of stuff, but there's too much of it almost. So well, you and I have been, as a crotchety old guy. <laughs> well, that's what we do. It's our stitching bitch yeah. here. We're just going to have a stitching yeah. bitch. <laughs> that's funny. I like that term. So we so. grew up kind of uh, in your... Indiana Outdoor Writing Days, and now you're editor of Guns Magazine, but in all seriousness, I remember when, in the early days of writers going to online sources, you know, writing for an yeah. online... People were kind of like, it's not serious. You know, who's going yeah. who's going to do this? Well, shame on us. Look at how that's all changed. But there's so much of it. It's almost like it's white noise at a certain point, and you have to kind of pick and choose. But there's something for everybody, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. And I will say it's no big secret at this point. We have reached a tipping point where uh, at uh, Firearms Marketing Group, FNG Publications, our flagship publications are Guns Magazine and American Handgunner. And in the last couple of months, the the tables have turned to where the revenue stream from the digital world is more so than what the magazines are bringing. So magazines are still doing okay. But it's the digital that, that's carrying the freight now, and that's that's a weird position to be in. But I, I keep telling the writers, you know, this stuff we keep talking about, learn to do video, learn to do audio, be a content creator instead of specifically a photographer, a writer, or whatever. Uh, nowadays, if you want to do this professionally, you really have to do that. So It's kind of like, you know, when you're in business, you got to have a business card, and you got to have your profile, and you got to have all this other stuff. I, I don't even know where I would find that stuff half the time, but you got to have it all to compliment, right? And yep. keep, keeping track of it. That's why we have great guests like you. Let's talk about the magazine. What can people expect to find in the upcoming issues? What's on your mind at Guns Magazine? Oh, let's see. The uh, January issue is coming out, believe it or not, already. Um, you know, magazines don't typically line up with the calendar, so our January issue will be out in a few days. Uh, i got the Springfield Armory Echelon on the cover. That's a cool new nine millimeter but the big thing really is we're starting to talk about shot show and we've talked about that before oh, yeah. i've talked to you uh from the uh, shore show floor that's kind of the indy 500 uh paris fashion show fourth of july and the shooting industry all wrapped up into one and and we're all uh uh a twitter uh you mean a lot of guys. You're, you're all x <laughs> exactly, exactly. But the firearms industry is kind of in a slump right now, not because they're slumping, but because of the crazy demand over the last two years. So one of the results of that is companies are flush with cash, and one of the things they're doing is throwing money at research and development. So we're really starting to see a lot of stuff come out, and I predict the SHOT Show uh, in another two months or month and a half. Uh, it's going to be it, – we're, we're going to be awfully tired trying to describe all the new firearms that are coming out 
Brent Weed, our guest, editor of Guns Magazine. We're talking about the SHOT Show, which is, is traditionally in Las Vegas after the first of the year, and it's a Super Bowl World Series of trade shows. And we've talked about the ebb and flow uh, since COVID and these big things where people, some of the big names, just didn't feel like it was worth showing up anymore. Has that mood changed? Do you expect it to be back and bold again? Well, it's, it's funny. Everybody says that every year. And during COVID, uh, a couple of uh, folks pulled out. Other than one or two, it's back to the same thing. And we're seeing that at all the different trade shows and consumer shows. Everybody complains that, ah, this isn't worth it. It's, a, it's hectic and it's a waste of time, but yet nobody's bailing out. And what it boils down to is the personal networking um, in any industry. Yeah, you can have your electronic meetings. You can publish things. You can do your business. But when it gets down to it, what really makes business run is meeting folks, shaking their hand. How's, how's your wife? How's the family? Uh, hey, let's go grab a drink or let's go grab lunch. And, and that's truly what makes any industry run. So, yeah, we can all talk about how it, it it's just too much by far, but yet nobody's leaving. So well, that's <laughs> we're, okay. We're going to keep going. Listen, we all have to do business trade shows. We have to do business conferences. And it's never really about the content. It's always about the people. And uh, I know that there's been a lot of changes with the shot show that you've been a party to and it's 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 a slog i mean you've you've got you're now the one in demand but are you going to be back on radio row or whatever they call it out there we are and uh uh, bigger better than ever and actually uh, one of our our sister publications that i'm kind of part of is americancop.com we are the official training sponsor of the shot show so law enforcement folks uh that go to any of the shot uh law enforcement training we're a co-sponsor of that so uh just just lots of stuff going on but yeah we're going to be there and and we're going to be doing the radio thing so maybe we need to do a live call in from the floor of the shot show from our booth on oh, radio. Oh, good. Road. I'm going to make sure this. That we may do this when uh, you know, at like six o'clock Eastern. So I have to get your butt out of bed at three a.m. <laughs> I've I've done that before. Yes, so I know. You're welcome. <laughs> I know. I do appreciate all that. Brent Wheat, editor of Guns Magazine. Uh, real quick, very very successful podcast that I think you're a hundred plus deep now, probably in your episodes. Very very successful. Who's been on? What do you got coming up? But we're on episode 208. Okay, I was only 100% behind. <laughs> That's okay. We're coming up on four years. Uh, we did a, a real popular one two weeks ago. I talked about the guns I have in my house to defend my home. Instead of talking theoretical, it was show and tell. That was so popular. Uh, the one that came out yesterday was uh, Will Dabbs, MD. He's a very popular gun writer, one of my favorites, and we talked about his guns. So check out Guns Magazine podcast at gunsmagazine.com or any of uh, of the major podcast directories. See, I'm now, I feel like I'm sexually frustrated for some reason because I get all <laughs> excited when I can only imagine what's in your gun case. You probably, you're probably well, like me where a gun cabinet is furniture in your house. Oh, oh, pretty much. I mean, I'm blessed. <laughs> I have people sending me guns all the time and they don't always ask for them back. So I, and I say that in the podcast, I'm blessed. I've got more guns than probably any, anybody should have. You're a well-armed but, militia of one. I I am I am but uh, we talk about what I what I actually choose out of that collection to make my home safe. 
love talking to you, my friend, and we're going to be back together. I hope you get out in the field and forest somewhere this fall, and let's uh, make sure we get you back before the end of the year and get ready for the SHOT Show. And then we got Deer, Turkey, Waterfowl, the Hoosier Outdoor Writers. We're in the show seasons right around the corner. Brent, always great to visit with you, my friend. Keep up the great work. Thanks again, Brian. Brent Wheat the guns magazine guy the editor always great to visit with him it is the indiana outdoor show i am your host brian pointer we're brought to you by indiana donor network you can sign up to be an organ and tissue donor when you buy your hunting and fishing license couldn't be any easier we're going to get an update from the indiana wildlife federation when we return right after this It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. I hope you know that by now. Doesn't that theme music just get you a little giddy? See, I've been on this romantic theme throughout my show because it's such a beautiful time of the year. (sighs) Okay, come back to reality. It is my thrill and privilege to be here each and every week. And, of course, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven to save lives.org. Uh, We're making progress on that organ transplant list, and as we heard from Joe Thomas and Brent Wheat, two of the hardest working guys in the outdoors, then we got great organizations like the Indiana Wildlife Federation and the executive director, Dan Borat, joins us. Dan, it's always great to visit with our friends at the Indiana Wildlife Federation. It's been a minute or two, and I'm sure now you've solved all the IWF problems since you're relatively new in your position. All is good, right? All is good. Yeah, no, I, 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 I wish I could honestly say so. Uh, we continue to make progress with the support of uh, a great community, uh, but there is still plenty of work to do. So let's talk about that work. It's really important. As people have heard me say over the years, I believe that people should be in a member of an organization. You know, every the deer, the ducks, the turkeys, the elks. Uh, whether it's the NRA or it's the Indiana Wildlife, the National Wildlife, the Sportsman's Alliance, there's so many of these organizations who are working diligently uh, on behalf of Hoosiers, not just Hoosiers, but hunters, fishermen, conservation, to make sure that we just keep right, keep everything going on the right track, which is a full-time job. But what are some of the things keeping you awake at night? What are some of the things that the IWF initiatives uh, that you're championing right now? Yeah, uh, thanks. That's a great question. Um, And I I guess I'll just start with where I am right now. I'm actually not in Indiana, but I am looking at Indiana. So I'm in Louisville um, on the banks of the Ohio River uh, with a a, a group of uh, organizations throughout the Ohio River Basin. And we are meeting to try to uh, begin discussions on what we can do to help uh, restore the Ohio River to to a a, uh, usable stream for everyone uh for recreation for fishing uh to clean up the drinking water um and it's been it's been really eye-opening um the ohio river is 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 one of the most polluted major rivers in the united states um and as everyone knows it uh indiana indiana plays a role in that and we have a role in helping to clean it up so it's been a really fascinating meeting uh with people as far afield as as new york and georgia um, who are here all trying to begin the conversation about how we can form a really effective coalition to help help clean up the Ohio River. Um, and as, as, as I talk, I'm literally standing on the banks of it looking out at about, uh, about 75 American coots that are swimming around in the water. Um, and as, as 
as the duck hunters will know, uh, coot, coots are a, a really, really interesting species, and it's always it's always a highlight to watch them move around and, and, and do their thing. Dan Board is with us. He's the executive director of the Indiana Wildlife Federation. How many months now for you? Uh, I think I think I'm approaching 13 months now, so just over a year. It's kind of like when you talk about a baby. When do you start talking about months? When they, exactly. exactly. My baby's 13 months old. Well, your baby's the Indiana Wildlife Federation, and great staff. And as I mentioned, I love for people to become a part of an organization that can advocate for you, so you can get information. And I probably should make sure that people understand what the Indiana Wildlife Federation does, and that it is a member organization. Yep, absolutely. So we are a membership organization. We represent the members um, in our in, in, in our group, and we we have a we our, our our mission is to promote common sense conservation, um, and we do that through education, through advocacy, and through action. Uh, and so whatever whatever your flavor is, uh, we 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 can help you, and we need you. Uh, you know, it's the collective voice that is going to help us to 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 make things right in our state um and there's some really good news on the horizon in fact um we are really proud iws has been uh speaking with senator mike braun's office and he is introducing a bill uh that will help expand public lands in our state so he he has uh put put forth a proposal to expand the dean wilderness area uh which is uh that's some wicked country down there it, it, it sure is. And Indiana is a very, very poor state in terms of public lands. Um, and this, this bill, should it become law, will go a long way into helping increase our public lands in the state. So it is still, it's still a work in progress. Um, but th- those are the sort of things we do. We are helping to advocate for more public land for, for Hoosiers to use and enjoy. Dan Board again with the Indiana Wildlife Federation and nationally out of Washington you invoked our clown congress out there and some of those initiatives that come out of there but it sounds like Senator Braun's working on behalf of Hoosiers and we'll look forward to more of that but there were some big pieces of legislation going through the House and the Senate at the end of last year what's the current status on the recovering American Wildlife Recovery Act? Yeah, well, as, as you alluded to, uh, Washington D.C. is is a bit of a difficult climate right now. Oh, so uh, you can say it like the, it is. <laughs> the, the two major pieces of legislation that we have been focusing on are the the Farm Bill and Recovering America's Wildlife Act. Um, and just given the state of, of 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 Congress right now, they are really in holding patterns. Um, so. We are, I, I forget how many days out now, but I think we're about eight days out from a potential government shutdown. Um, and when they can't agree on a budget, they can't agree on spending money either. So the, the Farm Bill, which we don't always think about as a, as, a, as a conservation measure, is actually incredibly, incredibly impactful um, in terms, of, in terms of, of, of helping to preserve land, to restore land, to, to give to give funds to to land owners in our state so that they can they can preserve land in its natural state and, and help and yep. help return it um and then rawa recovering america's wildlife act is we we continue to work um and i i ask everyone who is listening reach out to your federally elected official and implore them 
to sign on to Recovering America's Wildlife Act. We are talking to all our legislators throughout the state. This is a bill that, should it become law, would fundamentally change the way it's generational. we are able to manage wildlife in the state of Indiana. It's a, um, it's it's, a generational it, 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 bill. It, I, Correct. Yeah. Yep. Dan, always great to visit with you. Keep up the great work. Remember the Indiana Wildlife Federation in your holiday gift giving and donation. It's at the end of the year. Thanks for all you do and good luck and go down and uh, clean up the uh, Ohio River with your, your conferences today. I hope it's a, a success. Well, I sure appreciate the opportunity and thanks for all you do and helping to educate everyone about about what we and other groups in our state are helping to do. Sounds great. Dan Borat, the executive director of the Indiana Wildlife Federation, working hard on behalf of Hoosiers. So are we. It is the Indiana Outdoor Show. Don't go anywhere. We're brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're going to be back right after this. for a New Year's resolution, I'm going to make sure that my producers don't get mad at me for leaving so little time at the end of the show, but what am I supposed to do as the host of this program when you have such great entertaining guests like Joe Thomas? Uh, he's out chasing a monster, so I'm glad he gave us a little bit of time, and he's in the f- run-up to the start of the firearm season, of course, over in Ohio, but he's going to be doing a lot of work with the Renfros, as we talked about at the Boat Sport and Travel Show coming up here in February. A lot of previews, as we usually do at the end of the year, leading in all those folks going to be... Uh, Coming to Indianapolis here in just a few months. The SHOT Show, you heard Brett Wheat get a preview of that. Never been, but I know from our years of covering all those who do go out there, especially somebody at Guns Magazine, he is getting ready for uh, a whirlwind. But great stuff going on at Guns Magazine. And Dan Borat now just over a year into his tenure at the Indiana Wildlife Federation. Big, big stuff uh, in the horizons, uh, in the horizon, coming out of Washington. Well, we've been saying this for a year, but he mentioned the Recovering America Wildlife Act, and that is a generational shift in conservation based on funding uh, that would be a permanent source uh, to individual states. And in the consequence to Indiana, I've heard an excess of $30 million to our Department of Natural Resources. So... Uh, we'll cover that. Nonetheless, I hope you do have a wonderful week. And as always, we say, turn in a poacher, 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R. Let the experts and the conservation officers take care of the dirty work. 1-800-TIP-I-D-N-R. Be safe. Enjoy this beautiful outdoor weather. Get out and go to field and forest. Have a great weekend, everybody. Mm-hmm.